Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Big fact of life here. Even if an actor is great and the performance is brilliant, if there's still room for improvement, then Hollywood will seek to find it. Sometimes it's because the first actor cast to a role isn't quite the right fit or that the film they're in simply lets them down badly, but there is a rich history of replacements who outshine their predecessors. Whether they're brought in for reboots or remakes or just hired to fill in a gap in a direct sequel, there's sometimes a special breed of actor who does so well you wonder why they weren't cast in the first place. I know they say third time's a charm, but today we are celebrating those performances that absolutely nailed it on the second time out. My name is Adam Cleary, and these are movie characters who were perfectly cast the second time. Number 9, Liv Shriver, Sabretooth X-Men Origins Wolverine. Tyler Maine's mostly physical performance in the first X-Men movie wasn't awful, to be fair to him. He was clearly cast based on his wrestler looks rather than his acting performance, though, so his Sabretooth has all the depth and subtlety of the Marinara Trench. I think that's what it's called. He scores points for looking great, yes, but beyond that, there's very little to the performance, which is pretty much fine because that's all he was really asked to do. When it came to retconning Sabretooth's story and indeed confirming that he's Logan's brother, Fox turned to the exceptional Liv Schreiber, whose physical appearance was parred down to look more like Wolverine. Well, apart from the fangs. The man brought far, far, far more to the role. In what is an absolutely terrible movie, the man is great, adding dark charm and real menace to the villain. He is both convincing as Hugh Jackman's brother, which adds poignancy to his betrayal, and a great, genuinely scary villain. Just a shame about the rest of the film. Number 8, Al Pacino, Tony Montana, Scarface. The original 1932 Scarface made by Howard Hughes is great enough to have been submitted and accepted to the National Film Registry. There is no argument whatsoever that that film is in any way poor. In the lead role of Tony, who was a thinly veiled stand-in for Al Capone, Paul Mooney is also very good. No matter how good he was or could have been though, he'd have had a hard job ever competing directly with the man who was recast as the newly renamed Tony Montana. In Brian De Palma's remake, he is effervescent, terrifying and completely unhinged, and his performance is a touring portrait of spiraling excess. This is also the role that seemed to set the model for what Pacino's acting type would be. Intensity, fire, explosive outbursts, rather than the subtler, arguably better performance in The Godfather. For a lot of people, Pacino is still playing different degrees of Scarface everywhere he goes these days, which says a lot about how well he was cast. 
Number 7, Ian McDermott, Emperor Palpatine, Return of the Jedi. The Emperor's first appearance in the Star Wars films makes him look like either something of an afterthought or just a ball bag, depending on how kind you want to be. His hologram-only appearance in The Empire Strikes Back was played by Elaine Baker with chimpanzee eyes superimposed over hers and the voice was provided by British stage and screen actor Clive Revel. I'm not even making that up. It wasn't exactly a great look, but the minor status of the appearance gave it a pass. At least until George Lucas went back and edited the original footage out of his restored special editions and replaced them with the real McCoy. With Palpatine's role expanded after Empire, George Lucas cast Ian McDermott who somehow manages to look older in 1983 than he does today. There is no real competition. McDermott is excellent as Palpatine and as Darth Sidious across the entire franchise. He brings a pantomime menace that still manages to be scary. He's essentially Iago when young and a full-on universal monster when old, and the fact that McDermott manages both is very impressive. Number 6. Peter Dinklage, Bolivar Trask, X-Men Days of Future Past. If some more cynical fans had their way, X-Men The Last Stand would be wiped out of existence entirely. But it remains part of the X-Men canon, including all of its characters. That includes Bill Duke, the iconic Predator actor who was cast as Secretary Trask, the head of the Department of Homeland Security. He's only passively involved in the control of the mutant threat and isn't an outright villain, so casting Duke as a military man does fit. Second time was indeed the charm, though, because by the time Trask reappeared in Days of Future Past, he was a lot shorter and had been born a lot earlier as Peter Dinklage stepped in to play the genetic mad scientist who saw mutants as a terrible threat to mankind's supremacy. Dinklage adds nuance to the role and a dramatic weight that Duke simply couldn't compete with. Sure, people will say they're different characters in hindsight, but that's no more than opportunistic retelling. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Number 4, Carl Urban, 
Judge Dredd, Dredd. As absolutely anybody with an opinion on movies would tell you, the decision to allow Sylvester Stallone to take his helmet off has to go down as one of the biggest character betrayals of all time. It simply wasn't what the original comic book character would have ever done, no matter what the concerns about hiding such a big star under a visor were. Frustratingly, Stallone should have been perfect as Dredd. He had the action credentials and the physical presence, but the script was poor and the helmet issues were just as ruinous. Fundamentally then, 2012's Dredd had a lot of work to do to revive the character after he was crushed under an avalanche of bad 90s movie cliches. Luckily, Alex Garland knew both what he was doing and the source material and cast Carl Urban as a Dredd far closer to the comic books. He was brooding, he was unemotional, and he never took his helmet off. And even without doing so, he was able to offer an actual acting performance. He is so good, in fact, that he continued to be the fan-appointed figurehead of the many, many attempts to get a sequel off the ground. Number four, Michael J. Fox, Marty McFly, Back to the Future. Yeah, there are, um, there are a handful of actors who are probably more known for the roles they lost than the ones they actually completed. Stuart Townsend, for instance, was Aragorn in Lord of the Rings until he was sacked and replaced, and Eric Stoltz had a career-defining role in Back to the Future ahead of him right up until the point he was fired too. This wasn't a mere case of a near miss either because Stoltz actually filmed a good portion of the movie. It's just that after four weeks, director Robert Zemeckis decided he'd been miscast simply because he wasn't funny enough. After making the presumably difficult decision to fire him and throw away the footage he'd already filmed, well, until the DVD extras anyway, Zemeckis turned back to first choice Michael J. Fox, who had initially turned down the role because he was too busy. And despite the exhausting dual filming schedule he was forced to take on, which came at the cost of a lot of sleep, his energetic, often frenetic performance as Marty was as definitive as Christopher Lloyd's as Doc Brown. Number three, Heath Ledger. The Joker, The Dark Knight. Nobody in their right mind would say that Jack Nicholson's Joker wasn't brilliant. And there are even some out there who would argue the merits of Jared Leto's Mr. J from Suicide Squad as a definitive version. You know, I think I'm setting up for a joke there, but no, 2019, I'm just, I'm just easygoing. Whatever you like, you do you. Nicholson's Joker is like a politician high on his own supply, as well as a lot of other things you assume, and he channels some of the best parts of TV Joker Cesar Romero to great effect. He is definitely his own creation, though, bringing in elements of his Shining and Witches of Eastwick performances and clashing satisfyingly with Michael Keaton's stoic weirdo Bruce Wayne. As great as Nicholson is, Heath Ledger unexpectedly stole his thunder with a performance in The Dark Knight that still stands as the best comic book movie performance of all time. No ats, please. Aided by a haunting physical design, Ledger's creation, built exhaustively and exhaustingly on the back of extensive research, is a force of nature. Even as Nolan defies pure adaptation, his Joker is the most clear expression of the Batman comics, but it's a performance that absolutely couldn't have existed without Heath Ledger. That is what perfect casting means to a role. Number two, Kelsey Grammer, Beast, X-Men The Last Stand. Yes, you might find it surprising, but three actors have played Dr. Hank McCoy in the X-Men movie universe. Nicholas Holt is great, yes, from first class onwards, but he wasn't the definitive version, and he also wasn't the first. Back in the first X-Men film, McCoy turns up in a TV news report and is played by bit part actor Steve Bassich, most known for his Andromeda TV series. It's a pretty blink-and-you'll-miss-it moment, but the idea of a character that major not coming into the sequels was just never going to happen, so we could all reasonably have assumed we would see more of him after 
that. Then again, if life has taught me one lesson repeatedly, it's that when you have the opportunity to cast Kelsey Grammer, you cast Kelsey Grammer. Even if it is as the mutant world's most famous doctor, how could anyone stutter in that moment? Grammer came in for X-Men The Last Stand, and while yes, that film is complete dog eggs, Grammer is wonderful, playing McCoy as both an academic and, when required eventually, a weapon. There is something so reassuringly solid about him that it just works perfectly. Number 1. Anthony Hopkins Hannibal Lecter, The Silence of the Lambs Hannibal Lecter's debut may be wrongly remembered as that menacing sequence in The Silence of the Lambs where he meets Jodie Foster's Agent Starling, but the character already had one film under his belt. The man-eating doctor actually appeared first in Michael Mann's Manhunter in 1986 and was played by Brian Cox, no, not that one, who channeled Scottish serial killer Peter Manuel. It's a good performance in a film that went from being divisive on its release to being legitimately adored far more recently. But it's not Anthony Hopkins' performance, which makes it inferior. From the moment the almost alien Lecter appears behind his thick plate glass prison, he's spellbinding and builds such an immediate mythology that people have sought to find out quite how he's so effective and affecting. While that has sometimes strayed into the realms of fallacy, like, oh, I don't know, top of my head, the suggestion he never actually blinked, look, there he is blinking, the real reasons come down to Hoskins' performance choices. He seems to always be slightly uneasy with his outward projected identity, as if he's wearing someone else's skin, and there's this uneasy calm to his voice that belies the violence underneath. And then there's his eyes, which are so cold and irresistible that you'd think he was cast on them alone. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mother's Day is just around the corner, and it's time to pamper the special moms in your life. And what better way than with Osea's limited edition skincare sets featuring clean, vegan, cruelty-free products that are safe for your skin and the planet. Osea is a women-founded, women-led brand that's been making seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. This Mother's Day, Osea has two limited edition sets, perfect for gifting or keeping for yourself. Their Golden Glow Body Set includes three clinically proven bestsellers for silky, smooth, glowing skin, while the Glow and Go Facial Set has everything she needs to achieve spa-level results at home. They're so beautiful, you can skip the wrapping. For a limited time, you can save up to $48 on Osea's sets, plus get free shipping. That's Mother's Day made easy. Pamper the moms in your life and get 10% off your first order site-wide with code MOM at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu dot com code mom.